shortly, and um, we're going to talk about a very difficult subject to speak about, and it's going to be fun, it's going to be informative, it's going to be a trip. I'm going to make sure to that. But first of all, please let me know um, if the sound is good. Let's make sure with that. Let me just come into the comments section. Let me see here. Yes, we, we're good. From Ayiwa. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly, but I'm glad you're here. The lights, the set cameras, lights, action. Right. Ah, oh, I just finished Shameless Plug. <laughs> Goji Berry, pure, not too sweet. Everything nice. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Because there's sometimes that I have so many buttons in front of me that if just one is off or one setting or something, I forget. And it's like I'm talking, it's like, he don't hear me. <laughs> so we're going to make sure that um, I just texted her and reminded her. So I know she's probably finished cooking dinner, get ready to come on away. But I'm going to be her dance partner. I want her to lay down the law with uh, porn addiction. And she had a really great title. And I completely forgot what it was. It was porn and two more words. And it was like so impactful. And I forgot it. So it was like, okay, let me come up with something. Because I can come up with titles. But that one there, I said, wow, I got to really, really, really get down and put that up. And I totally forgot. Also have to say from yesterday, and I'm, I won't be doing that much longer, right? But from yesterday, uh, I haven't slept a wink, right? Just working hard on my little projects and stuff and um, coming along good. But have, I, I dozed off a little bit, but it was so much to do, you know. Daxter! <laughs> yes, yes. I'm glad you're here. I see you in the comments section. I love it when I see my family in the comments section just expressing themselves. And if ever I say something or, or, or do something that you don't agree with, you can always, you know, say, hey, man, I'm feeling that part, but not this part. It helps me to grow because even though you see my face on the screen and my name on the platform and all that stuff, it doesn't mean that, like, I'm above all because I need some chiseling away at the marble, too, to grow. So help me to grow. Don't hesitate. I'm not going to be mad or anything. Oh, I'm looking at her right here. Okay. Wow. Positively, Angela in the house. I didn't even see the box pop up because part of my mic stem is blocking it. So when I looked, it was like a shock. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I'm here. That's all right. I'm sinking. Let me push this uh, chair up so I can get a little height on it. Okay. What's the button for this? Let's get this button right. Okay, come on, come on. Oh, there it goes. There it goes. Just want to kind of even out with you. Come a little closer. The color is looking so well. You are looking so well. Why, thank you, Lance. The spectacles, the glasses, the head wrap, and you are glowing. I don't know if you did anything different, but you are glowing, glowing, glowing. It's the ring light, Lance. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I got a ring light in front of me, and my big head, I guess it reflects the light, right? So <laughs> definitely somebody to look into, but I'm not, you know, I just keep my head going here, you know? I haven't done anything different, to be honest. I, you know. Sorry for being so rude, just sipping this juice. I can't help it. I can't help it. It's okay, Lance. I've got my, listen, I've got my water, you know? Oh, wow. 
And I got water too. <laughs> I'm hooked up with everything like a DJ here. Yes. Well, I feel good. Um, had a good day, productive day. Didn't sleep a wink last night. I told you, right? I was going to stay up and just that's go ahead. Sweet. Yeah, that's what I did too. You know, Khadija, greetings, greetings. Oh, hey, yeah, I can see Khadija and Baxter and Famuyiwa. Yeah. Ooh, yes, indeed. Oh, man. <laughs> I'll get better at <laughs> you know, you sleep all night, like you forget what day it is because, like, you've been up all day from the yes. day before. So it's like one long two day period. So you think it's the day before. So, you know, if I'm off a little bit, just remind me because I'm like a little scrambled here, you know? It's okay. Like, well, <laughs> hey, there's, there's only now. It doesn't matter what day or label it falls under. There's only now. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. There's only now. Only now. <laughs> mm. I'm ready whenever you are, Lance. Huh? Say it again. I'm ready when you are. Okay, I'm I'm ready. I'm like that little girl waiting to jump in to do the double dutch. I'm right here. <laughs> so I'm ready. Okay, so you, you want me to start off? Or you want to start off, or you know, because go ahead. Okay, well, you know, this is the kind of topic that we can start off ultra serious, or we can start off very sympathetic, or this can be like a comedy show. But we'll wrap a few elements of humor and, and law, because I know you're going to bring it, and you know it. Um, I'll only, I know I'm going to confirm what you say, because I am a man, but women have porn addictions also. And um, I've talked to many men. I am a man. I was an adolescent once, and... Uh, you know, uh, I can tell stories. So I'll just start it off like this. Most people in today's society, we are looking for a form of escapism for a lot of issues that we have internally. Yes. Uh, a lot of insecurities that we don't admit to. A lot of stresses that we don't know how to deal with. Yes. And with this world that we're living in now, there is a lot of escapism on different levels. We think that we see an alcoholic, we say, oh, he has an addiction, it's bad. We see a person with a needle in their arm and oh, they have an addiction, it's bad. We can be addicted to soap operas, we can be addicted to gossip, we can be addicted to so many different things, but the ultimate addiction, as far as what I see grabs you, more so than an alcoholic, more so than the one who's sticking a needle in the arm, those are those are so visible what it does to us and our health and everything about us that we point at those. But your coworker, your son, your brother, your father, your uncle, your neighbor who go to church or go to the mosque, you know, and they have these nice lives. You say they're married and, you know, they, they must have a wonderful life. They have the children. They have it all. But. They're being eaten from the inside, the guilt, the shame, but the addiction and, and the dopamine hit that comes with the activity of watching porn. See, we talk about porn, but are you just going to sit there and look at porn like we look at the Nature Channel when we see two horses mating? Like, oh, that's the Nature Channel, whatever. No, because of the imbalance of other things, the voids of other things that that is a release that 
is so powerful, but yet we don't have to deal with intimacy. It can be looked at as a selfish act, especially when you're in a relationship, or it could be reactionary because you feel that you're not getting what you should be getting, but it's really a doorway to a deeper problem. So whenever we have a, a hint of some kind of down, depressed feeling or, or something's not going our way, others reach for the bottle or to sniff the Coke or the needle in the arm or they pick a fight. But some of us and many of us, and I would say the majority of most men, will indulge and have indulged in masturbation, which goes along with porn addiction. You don't sit there and say, I'm going to watch three hours of porn, put your hands behind your back and just chill out and don't do anything. There's a secret activity that goes when you lock the door and you get the jar of uh, lubrication and you indulge in your fantasies and it messes you up because it's so hyper and heightened and large in life that when you go to your wife or go to your girlfriend, it's not all that. So a disconnect happens. But yeah, that's just what I want to say to start out. I want you to come on in. I don't want to just, you know. Okay, go ahead. It's fine. <laughs> sure. And so we don't realize what we're doing to ourselves. This thing in the screen hits our brain so hard, so intense, exactly the way you want it. And what happens is it desensitizes you from the real world. You sometimes now, and I have a slang term that I use, I say all pornoed out. Your mind is pornoed out. You see the woman reaching down to grab her bags in the supermarket and you see her cleavage. In your mind, she might be coming on to you. In her mind, she's reaching down to get the bag. So you see it that way. You see the woman getting out the taxi cab and the skirt comes up and you're looking at the legs. Oh my God, look at them pretty. And you start thinking about that. It takes you to a state of mind that is too heightened, too hypersexual. And even on social media, which is damn near porn, it takes you to a place because you can be scrolling up, scrolling up, looking at normal things and boom, booty shakers. And, 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 and the, I mean, and that's a doorway to that, especially for a kid who maybe hasn't seen porn, which these days we really have to say that we may not have seen as much as some of our children. They know the deal. So they're growing up in this and they don't even know what a real relationship is like, it's bad. Oh, oh, I, I, bless you. But I really, honestly, I really shouldn't say bless you because that was back in Europe when they had the plague and people were dying and when they sneezed, it was, oh God, you're going to die, bless you. So you don't have the plague. So <laughs> I'll say bless you because I love you so much, right? But this is the thing. We reach for this thing that loses is heightened sense of a dopamine hit. And so you can get on and it's designed that way because it's free now. And you get on these sites. And I know a lot of people who have been in porn from way back in the day. I can't say now because I'm 60 years old now, but I almost made the leap and got into it because of the body that I had and the connections and whatever. And people I knew who were doing like little short snippets. So I took pictures at one point, honestly, but I was almost in the doorway of that. I've been on porn sets. I've been on places where people, as an amateur, in recent years, maybe like, I was on a porn set. A friend of mine is a photographer. 
and he had a house. I'm just kind of rambling. So jump in when you want. And he had different rooms and stuff. And so he's like, Lance, I need to shoot you, you know, um, for your logo and everything like that. So that's the day when I had the picture with me pointing to the head, the one up here in the corner that said Scurve. And one of the rooms, it was a friend of his, they were shooting porn. And the door was slightly cracked. It was like about maybe 10 people cramped in this little room with cameras and, and mics in certain places close by, but you don't see this. There's no intimacy. That's not real intimacy. It's staged. So we're bonding to something that's staged and, we're, and it tells the youngsters that this is the way it's supposed to be. There is no caring and tenderness and love in this thing. But the thing that feels so good, but the bond that comes with dealing with the member of the opposite sex, it's not there. It's just bend over and let me do this and, and, and suck on this and do this, or whatever. And it feels good, but we have no bond. So we go on a rotation in real life. This is why it's so easy for men to jump from one to the other, because it's easy when you're watching porn to jump from one scenario to the other. What do you want to see? I want to see a threesome with two women and a man. And they may be straight and not looking at the man, but they're looking at the man's penis because the man's penis is proxy, standing in proxy for them. So whatever they see the two girls doing something, I'm not going to be too lewd, but we have to talk about it. He's stroking himself in tandem, looking at what's on the screen, and that blast of visual is so strong that he actually feels something so strong, and the orgasms can be powerful. Yes. Because he's indulging in something decadent that's actually tearing him down. It's like when you sell a home that you lived in for 25 years and grew up in it, your parents pa pass on, and you sell this home that you love so much, but when you see how they chop it up, okay, 7,000 goes to this, we have to pay this uh, lien off, we have to do this, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, wait a second, I'm emotional here. You know, oh, it's okay, we're just gonna, uh, how much you want? Yeah, this is what you're getting. This is all I'm getting after all of that? But men don't realize this. Now, women are different. They're wired different. Later on, I'll talk about that. But now there's so much of it and then we have the internet, we have YouTube turning men against women and women against men. Well, oh, if this is all they want, well, they have to pay for it. And they both want true love, but they're both set on a, on a track that won't allow them to come together, pun intended. So here we are. When most of us, because of porn that are messed up in our mind, we're sitting here doing the do with our mate, doing the do, but we're not even indulging with the mate and bonding with the mate. We're actually masturbating ourselves with each other because there's no connection. So you're thinking about the chick that you saw in the mall. You're thinking about her while using the woman that's supposed to be the one that you love as a glorified friction provider and no connection is being made. So with every subsequent act, you're being pulled apart because there's no connection. And so when she finds out, if she finds out that you're watching this, it's, it's a standard that she cannot live up to. Not on that level. And, 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 and why should she be subject to this? And then we begin to have certain fetishes, which I'll say, which means, you know, certain practices that may be off the beaten path that you like, but you can find those things together. And it doesn't mean that it's wrong. We all have a different taste. You put more ketchup on your hamburger more than me, maybe. 
Maybe I want a little more lettuce. It's okay to find out the things that turn us on. But when it's developed in, in a test tube mentally, as far as porn is concerned, and you bring these fetishes to the innocent woman that you claim to love, and I want you to do this, and I want you to do that, it's very demeaning because where did you get this stuff from? And then you bring it to another relationship. Well, she didn't want to do what I wanted, wanted her to do. I wanted her to wear this blonde wig and wear all this lipstick on and push up this, this and whatever, whatever, whatever. And, and, and if you develop certain things together, fine. And if you had certain things in a minimum, but don't come up with this huge laundry list of this is what you have to do. Yeah. And the woman's like, what about me? And this is what's getting you off, but you're not thinking about me. This is why molestation is so bad when, 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 when at any age, right? But when you're young, because it imprints you with things in your head that later on, you know, it was traumatic. And, you know, if it wasn't like something where it was a brutal rape or beat down, it's still bad when you're violated. Yes. But I found in my own practices with women and dealing with women all my life that some of the times the very things that were done to them in molestation deep down, actually turn them on. I say, wow. And I observed this. Yeah. Come on, talk to me a little bit. I mean, I can, well, this is. But you see, you're, you are giving this real life experience. Now, that, that's a very beautiful thing because we have to now understand it. Now we're going to dissect it by way of law. Yes. If you, um, if you go back the first principle of creation, the all is mind, the universe is a mental creation. So that means the mind needs an image. The, the image that is there it is what is recreated. So we see ourselves as, as a particular image and then how we see ourselves is what we project because that is what we are, right? So now you have to look at causation. Something happened. There was an event because as we all know, um, sex and procreation, those are nature's way of carrying on humanity, right? This is, that's natural. That is natural. But here is where now it begins to get not even a little murky it becomes more clear when you understand. The cause of why you started, it may have been, uh, I don't like to word, use the word by accident, right? Because there aren't any accidents, there are no coincidences, things happen, cause and effect, yes? So if you were out somewhere and you came across something, whatever image you came across, an impression was made because it is natural and it actually feels good to the body. It creates an arousing effect, right? That's the stimulus. But now curiosity, because we learn, right? So curiosity kicks in and you want to know more. You want to see more. What do you do? You look it up. Because now in the day and age where we're at, because I just saw um, um, Fauiwa mentioned tracing the history, right? I'll get to you in the history. I'll tell you where it is. 
So what we've done now is we go and because we're curious, we've been introduced to this thing that, oh, hello, you tweaked my, ooh, all of my senses are firing on go right now because that is natural. That is the design. When something is intriguing and you are aroused by it, it does not have to be sexual. It could be cooking, baking, dancing. As long as it arouses your curiosity, you will explore because that is the design of the human. Now, the more you do something, the more you do something, the same way every time forms a what? A habit. You, the curiosity, you fulfill the curiosity. The curiosity, you fulfill the curiosity. The curiosity, you fulfill the curiosity. Because that dopamine, that hit, that ooh, right? That's what's happening to you because it is natural, it is your design. But where it gets you, you see, the habit can either be helpful or harmful depending on what you do with it. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? So it's not, it, it doesn't matter, it could be alcohol, it could be crack, it could be hair, it could be, so long as you do anything the same way every time, you must do it. Now here's the thing. The elusive high. The first time you have the high for anything. It is so... God, it hits you so hard the first time you have that high. You notice how you can't get it again? No matter how much you chase it. But what does it cause you to do as you chase that high? You will do more and more that brings you closer to the high. That is the design. Whether it is crack or porn, the design is you keep doing it, you will have to keep doing it because the image is now in the mind. And it's not just that it is one image in the mind. Yeah, it's many images, but it is the effect that it has on your mind. It now has you in its thrall. Right? It has you in its thrall. Delicate lace, I'm going to answer that question for you in a minute. So now to um, Famiyua, where the history is, it may appear that this just happened to come about. But in actuality, whether it is porn or any other thing, Everything is a projection into the minds of humanity. And the closer it is to nature is where it will get you. Do you understand? This is why you will do it. Sex is how we procreate. It is how we bring about more spirits into the world. So if now the projection stimulates you, you understand what I'm saying? If it does that to you, now it is nature, is it not? But now look at how the habit that comes along out of nature has now become distorted. Why would it become distorted? Hmm. It becomes distorted because that is what, I can't even say that it is distorted. I can't say that. Everything is governed by law. You have to understand that part. So it doesn't matter what it is you're doing the same way every time. 
The fact is you're doing it. That's what it is. You are doing something the same way every time. And the more you do it, you use the word desensitize. No, you become more sensitive because you're chasing the elusive first high. You're trying to get back there. So now because you're trying to get back there, you're going to have to do something more exciting, something a little bit more taboo, something a little bit more thrilling to get you closer to that thing. Now, uh, you see it more with a drug being harmful because fentanyl holds, it takes no prisoners. It'll kill you, period. Meth, that shit'll kill you because Okay, you're back. You fell off for a second. After my bad. There was a, and I can't. Hang on. I. Mm. If you gotta make a call. No, I don't have to make a call. My phone normally is in do not disturb, but it's in oh, personal. Now. Popped up. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. So for me, it is quite frustrating when that happens. But what I'm saying to you is, when we. If you can understand that it does not matter what the thing is that you do, it doesn't. What matters is that you are doing it and you're doing it the same way every time. That's what matters. So you could swap out whatever that habit is, right? This is what you do. So when now you begin, because a habit, you have to understand a habit must be fulfilled because the more you do it the more you have to do it that's the nature that is the nature of a habit so if you understand the nature of a habit you will be very cautious as to what you create as a habit and so the reason why it comes this is why food addiction these are all things that go with nature do you understand it is in our nature to eat and it is in our nature to drink for our survival so because they are natural and they come to you naturally that sensation that is there for living and experiencing life this is what makes it easier to do it now let's let's ask answer that question does porn lead straight men to befriend alphabet men it's not that it leads you to befriend them Whatever activity that you do, right, has to get you closer to the high that you are trying to accomplish. So whatever form that takes is what you're going to do. It doesn't matter. So it's so now let's go back because you mentioned Lance. I'm going to touch on it. You mm -hmm. mentioned how women who've been abused sexually they will end up liking the thing. I, I just have to interject on, on a Go personal. Ahead, tell me, tell me, tell me. Well, it's between me and Jack Griffin. He said the word taboo. I'll tell you, maybe I'll tell it tonight or whatever, but you struck a certain word that. <laughs> Go ahead. No, you on the flow. I just had to say that because I looked and I saw because I was on a different screen real quick. Taboo. Yes, Jack Griffin. <laughs> she said it. <laughs> well, it, but but this is how we 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 categorize it. We say these things, right? Right. right. We we say them without understanding. 
So now, when you mentioned the, the women who like the thing that was done to to harm them, do you do you know why they like it? Because it is mother nature. It is designed to be pleasurable. Right. But now you you've got to get now to the part where because I'm gonna I'm gonna slide it in here just a little. Oh, choice of words. I'm gonna say this to you, huh? You just put the tip in. That's all. <laughs> wow. <laughs> right. But this is what happens when I say the word deviation. Remember, I'm not saying that is a bad thing. What I'm telling you about the deviation is this: it may appear to be a deviation, but it is always in alignment with law. Right. It doesn't matter, right? So. You have to now begin to understand the difference between nature and ritual. Right. You understand me? Mm -hmm. Because a ritual is different. A ritual serves a purpose. A ritual opens a doorway. And so in order to uh, fling that door open way wide, that ritual must be performed and it needs the vulnerable. Do you understand me? That's as much as I will say on it this instant. I know we'll have an opportunity to expand, but for now, that is what I will say because I know some of the questions will be about that. Right. So it's not that you are... Um, I had a question earlier today. The, let me see if I remember the question because I can't flip from where I'm at right now. But right. the question was, what about those people who are addicted to porn but they never actually interact with people to bring it back to manifest that in that physical interaction. And I said, I gave the short answer in that response to that person, but I'll give the long answer here. What drives you to do what you do? You must understand the self if you come from a place of, well, I am inadequate and, you know, nobody's ever going to talk to me anyway. I'm, I'm an incel. I'm a nobody. I'm not a high value man. <laughs> if, you, if, if you come with that kind of an attitude, yes, right. you are afraid to do what? You're afraid to speak to women. You are afraid of approaching women. But now right. there's also the other side that says, well, you know, if you say the wrong thing to a woman, mm. she can ruin your life. So now mm -hmm. there's this fear that stops you from approaching people. Mm -hmm. So this is why now there's no rejection when you go the route of porn. There's mm -hmm. no reject. Who's going to reject you? There's no real person in the screen. She's not going to turn around to the TV and go, what you looking at? She's not going to do that to you. Or he's not going to say, oh, you want a piece of this? He's not going to say that to you either. So there's no chance of rejection in that place because you are an observer. You are looking at the illusion because right. it's something that you want. But the fear is what drives you. The fear of rejection drives you. So this is why you won't physically manifest that relationship. And if you are in one, you will separate yourself from the relationship by way of the fear because that which you fear will come upon you. You fear the rejection. You fear being alone. So if you're in that relationship and you are addicted to porn, you will not be in that relationship for much longer. 
that is law. Mm-hmm. So that is the long answer to that question. So I trust that person is here in the chat and they right. have their question answered. Because right. I'm not going to call any names because... And no. what is your question? Give me one second and ask what is the question? Would animated porn, like it doesn't involve a man and a woman, possibly a man and a man or something that's not a man, like... I understand your question. Or things like that. I understand. Does that have the same effect or is it completely different? Did you hear the question? The question is, what if it's anime? Not anime, but like kind of, you know how cartoons are anime? Yes. Yes, that. Right. So if it's not with physical people on the images, but if it's just anime, is that the same thing? Remember this always. It is the act that is being performed that you are partaking in. Mm-hmm. So yes, because the act is being performed, you will have the same physiological response in your body as well as chemical response because the law of correspondence is at work. As within here, the body must respond. As within, so without. So regardless of what type of sexual activity you're watching, whether it be human, whether it be AI, whether it be anime, whether it be non-human, it doesn't matter. The purpose here is that makes you graduate from one to the other is how long you've had your addiction and how long you've been chasing the high. Does that make sense? Does that... Yes. Because now what ends up up happening with us, because now we, I mentioned the word taboo, um, because we feel a particular sense of guilt, mind you, not all people feel guilt or shame, but the vast majority of people do feel dirty about what they've done and what they continue to do. And so now they judge themselves. Oh my God, I'm so gross. I'm such a vile human being. Like, ugh. But they can't, they can't stop. But what now happens? What happens? You make it worse when you now sit there and you hate what you have become. Right. So now that you hate what you've become, what will you recreate? The thing you hate that you've become. So now it no longer has to do with sex. It has to do with what it's always had to do with. The way you value yourself is always what it will come back to. Because that is why you do it. It just so happens that you got caught up because that is the design of a habit. You get caught up in it. You're raptured in it. You are in its thrall. But here's the good news. Actually, here's the phenomenally great news. Now that you know the nature of a habit, you can be empowered to know that you are not a victim of your habit. You are the creator of your habit. So if you can create one habit, how did you create a habit? By doing the same thing the same way every time. So if you know that one thing and you say, well, you know what? Uh, I don't want to be this anymore. Well, then your that's your first step. Your second step is don't judge yourself. Do not say, I'm reprehensible. I'm a scourge on society. I'm a pox on the market society. No. Because if you do that, what are you recreating? 
You cannot hate yourself. You must now take a hold of the fact that, oh my God, I made that. Whatever influenced me to make it is irrelevant. The point is I now have the power to remake something else. Sure. That's why if you say, I don't want to do that anymore, you must replace it with something. What do you want to do instead? And I will tell you this because I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. <sighs> you will have to work like you've never worked in your life. You will have to work. Somebody said they've stopped it for 15 years now. Who said that? Who said it? Let me let me holler at you and let me tell you. Simply Deep said, I like the title of the stream and thank God that I stopped watching it for 15 years now. Mm -hmm. Do you know what that takes? Do you... It, like seriously for us here in, in, in this chat and in this space, do you know what it takes to look at yourself and say, uh, this will not do. I must be something better than this. Do you know what that takes to say? And now here's the thing. It doesn't matter if you fall off the wagon. That is irrelevant. You, you do not judge the self. You teach the self is what you do. Because if you judge, the way that you feel when you make that judgment is what you will continually recreate. Remove your emotion. This is step three. Remove your emotion from your addiction. Remove your emotion from it. Why? You remove the, re the emotion from it first by understanding that it is simply an action you do the same way every time because it makes you feel good. Period. You know that. The emotion part is, but what if what if I still get rejected? What if what if women totally like see through me? What if what if I'm a loser? What if what if I'm not good enough? What if what if what if? Ah, do you see that emotion right there? That fear. Rise above that. How do you rise above it? By recognizing what it is. It is fear. You don't have to defeat fear. You have to understand it. Because when you understand it, now it has been defeated. Mm -hmm. That's it. You don't have to fight against fear. And this is the mistake that we make. We look at it and we go, but I'm struggling. Uh, no. <laughs> don't fight it. Understand it. Understand. Look, I make a habit by doing the same shit the same way every time. <laughs> so what habit do I want to create now? But you've got to get up and do that same thing the same way every time. Mm -hmm. That's why you remove the emotion from it. Not if, will I be successful? That is irrelevant. Your success is guaranteed. You do it, you will have to continue doing it. That is the nature of a habit. You are already successful. The question is, what are you successful in? Is it something you want to be successful in or not? So because the nature of a habit is to make you streamlined and to be successful, well, then you know that your freedom is guaranteed when you choose to replace that with something else because right. you want the effect to be different. So now you have to choose a new cause, n do something new, but be dedicated to that new thing. It will take every ounce of your strength to do it. But you know what will sustain you? You know what a habit is and you know how to make one. It does not have power over you. You have the power over it. That's that right. is what will sustain you and keep you going. Lance, go ahead. <laughs> That's so true. And I just want to make a correction. Yes. Um, 
when we said desensitized, um, I meant actually from your mate. Yes. Right? Yeah, from your mate. Because yes. in your activity of masturbation while watching porn, you actually, like you said, get more sensitive in that. And you're diverting something that you should be giving your woman, your wife. I'm saying it as a man. So for the women, it means, you know, husband. So I'm saying it that way. But you're, you're robbing them of something. And I want to throw something in there, too. Um, I've always said it before. And I've always mentioned the article that I wrote like 12 years ago, 13 years ago, sexually transmitted demons. And, and I'm just going to touch on that and say a few other things that in, in my opinion, mm -hmm. when you are doing that, you're given a succubus, a free all you can eat buffet because he doesn't have to sneak up on you. You can laugh. We're going to have some humor up in this, too. But, you know, because you're doing that. And you're putting this out to the universe, this particular fetish or new desire that you're programming into your mind, you're giving it away now. And many may not believe this. I'm just going to be honest in what I'm saying, that there are unseen entities around us that what are they doing? They're taking the paper and the pencil and saying, oh, this is what you like. Okay. We want to keep you trapped in this. And you say this is the last night you're going to do this. You know what? But you showing me what you like. So go ahead for two or three days and stop doing what you're doing. And we're going to send somebody directly to you that fits the same dynamics of what you put out to the universe and release yourself with. Yes. So we can keep you in this. So you have somebody cross town that you don't even know. And they're doing the same thing. And here you are on the other side of town, putting in your order. And you're doing the same thing. And your desires interlock. Yes. So here you are feeling good that you're trying to create new habits to fill in the old ones. And you look and here comes something that looks just like whatever the fetish may be. And you lock eyes. And it's a spiritual thing. And there's something behind them. Say, yeah, there they go. Sick them, sick them, sick them. Just like when you have a dog, you say, sick them, sick them, to go after the dog. And on your side, it's the same thing. Yes. And you, you think it's your mind. And when you both come together, choice of words, pun intended, I guess, <laughs> you feel as though it might be love. Because now you have a, a cold addiction going on with another person and they put a face to it. So it validated all of your late night conundrums, you see? And now you're skedaddling now. You feel you have this friend that knows your deeper self and you put something on them, a template of something that doesn't exist because you both are addicts. And you think it's love because you can touch them. You can go eat with them. You can, they know a part of you that nobody knows. And you never get true intimacy because you both are dealing with projections in your mind that came from the external. So you masturbate with each other. And no connections made because you're still thinking about the other thing. And the worst thing that can happen is when you get into watching porn together.
So now you're really reinforcing this thing and you're with this person, but you're thinking about other things and the other things are going to come your way. Then you might get into group activity and different. These things are real. And we imprint our mind over and over. And again, we say the guilt and the shame. But a lot of times we try to rationalize and say to ourselves, well, I'm not getting none anyway. I don't have nobody, so I can do this. Well, I'm not going to catch a disease doing this. It's better than catching a disease. Or this girl broke my heart. I'm not going to have that happen again. And so you take a drive that is natural. Because on a, I'll say negative, I can say satanic, but on a negative, low vibrational level, it takes what's natural and steers it away. How many, how many good men out here were destroyed with this who never started or had a family, who never could see that woman that was the best woman for them because their mind was caught up in this barrier? See? So it, it's, it's like a condom that keeps your emotions from spilling over and touching someone else righteously. So you're all contained in and you never get anywhere. See? And one aspect that I want to speak about the addiction part. Yes. Is that my microphone sound like potato chips again? Do you hear it? It, it comes and it goes, but I, I'm focused on projecting clarity. You go ahead, don't worry. Okay, okay. I might have to switch some things out around here. I don't know what's going on here. As soon as it starts getting good, you know, but I've known friends of mine that confessed. Yes. I have a friend of mine who's completely open about his activities and he lost his life. He lost, like, he's alive, but yes. he's not living. From an early age when he discovered this thing, this steered every decision that he made in his life. And, and he, he it's not about material goods, but he just has nothing. No long-term relationship with a significant other. He's a couple years older than me, never been married, never has any children. But that was his thing. I've never seen anybody like this. He would confess to me. He's like, Lance, you know, I was putting in a round last night. I was putting in a session last night and I just, I just couldn't release because I'm clicking the button on the computer and I'm seeing something else. So let me go to that one. And I kind of regressed in my feeling. So I started up again. I saw another thumbnail and I'm clicking, man. I was, I was like five hours into this thing. I said, what? <laughs> five hours. He says, yeah, I was just going down in the Vaseline and going to town. And by the time it happened, I had to force it. Yeah. And it dribbled out like water. Didn't feel like nothing. I said, man, and you stay up till what, five o'clock in the morning because I talked to you around 1130. You did that from midnight. And yeah, that's why I'm so tired. I'm going to work and I'm going to work soon. But man, I, I'm so tired. Yeah. And he always stayed with like from when he was like 20, he dated a girl 18. Okay, I'll let that slide because it's still close in age. But when he was 25, 28, 30, he just wanted to stick with 18, 19, 20-year-olds. When he was 35, 40, 45, the highest I think he went was 22, but then back to 19. So now he's 50, 50-something. 50 the girl's 23, the next one. He's always came with this ready-made template, like I said before, of what he likes. And he felt that was him. 
but how can you be so stiff and bring this premeditated sexual menu to every single woman? That means they don't know you. There was one night that he was on his way to see one of the young ladies that he was with. And she was in the same mentality too. And the cops pulled him over. Cops pulled him over. It was uh, right before he got to the Whitestone Bridge in Queens. And it was a regular stop, but he was acting antsy because he wanted to get his dopamine hit with the young lady. So license registration, you know, you have any weapons? They said, oh, listen, and he didn't really know the law that he can refuse some kind of search. He didn't care. He all popped the trunk. They went in the back and saw this huge duffel bag, a duffel bag. I mean, a huge, big duffel bag. And they said, could you show us the contents of that duffel bag? Every type of sex toy, sex lotion, sex potion, everything was in there. And they're like, do you have a shop or a store or something with all this stuff? He says, no. This is my magic bag of tricks that me and my girlfriend play around with. And he had all the VHS tapes and she's addressed this way. And it was a whole long thing. Yeah. They were gone. They were in a whole new stratosphere. They were using each other. They had no connection, but this thing had them deep. And he took it so far. And he's a happy-go-lucky guy to a point, but I know him personally, and I won't even get, because people might know who he is, because some people here might know who he is, but he's open about it, but it's a sadness there. This man is talented. He's great in a certain area. Never manifested it. As soon as he touched his porn and the women, I'm not blaming the women, because he used them. It's like his dreams and aspirations went out the window, just like an alcoholic, just like a, a, a drug addict, the same thing. But see, the, the thing is, is that there's no proof when you see somebody. You see the alcoholic guy, after a while, you can see he gets this alcoholic belly, this reddish look to his skin, the alcoholic bloat, and something about them, you know? With, with the guy who's shooting a needle in his arm, you strip him down naked, you see all the tracks. You see what I mean? You see the guys with the methamphetamine, the teeth, the, the, the sunken in dark look that they get. But with porn addiction, yeah, you physically, you can look, you don't really see it. Yeah. So Satan has taken all things natural and turned it against you. Your imagination, your desire, and your hormones. See, that's not contraband. They can't pull you over and say, oh, we found him. He's got too much testosterone. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's how you use it. And you lose yourself. And, and most of the time, during the day, you're thinking like, okay, when am I going to get a chance to go do this? Yeah. Get stressed or, or something happened? Like my friend here, he would sometimes have marathon sessions. He'd stay inside all day on a Sunday. Just go into town. You know I worked in a jail and in a prison. I used to see that all day long. Guys would get stressed for no reason at all. They would do this. And at the end of the day, they just keep doing it and nothing's happening. Say, man, I'm, I'm drinking, man, but I just can't stop it. It's like they're losing their mind. What are you not facing? Why are you using this as an escape? What is at the root of this? 
Yeah, go ahead. I know you got something to say. No, no, no. I, listen, I am. This is what <laughs> because um, uh, Lance, I want you and everybody here to see it for what it is. We think the devil has the upper hand, but it is still governed by the same law that you are. So what I'm trying to tell you is when that thing is coming at you, when that entity comes, you must understand this. An entity cannot extinguish your light, but they can shroud it and make you think that it is not there. You understand me? There's a difference. They can't put mm -hmm. it out, but they can convince you that it isn't there. And that's because they know the law. If they project that fear into you, they project that thing into, well, you know, you might as well now you're done, you done done one bad thing. You may as well step <laughs> over the line and do the other bad thing because you're Relax. just as bad as everybody right, else. Right. That's what it's going to tell you. And that's what makes you think now that you've become this vile creature. When in right. actuality, that's just what they want you to believe so that Which you will continue doing what you do and not change. That's right. Right? So don't think that they have power over you. They have to use the same law that you now know. Do you see the difference of yeah. not knowing the law and being a prisoner of your no science, of not knowing? But now that you know the law, ain't nobody got power over your mind but you. This is, and, and the more, because Khadija asked the question here, I said, she asked the question, how do you deal with someone who sends their sexual desires using porn videos? When you look at what that person is projecting outward, that's who they are. They're showing you who they are. So now you have to say, eh, that resonates, or mm, no, that does not resonate with me. Thus, I reject it. That's what you do, Khadija. Right. There's nothing else to be done. You think there's some kind of a ritual we need to do? No, if it resonates with you, go with it. If it doesn't resonate, move on and reject it. That simple act of rejection, the more you reject that thing by knowing who you are, knowing what you are, this is why, Lance, when you, Khadija, the answer is still there. I'm just expanding on it more. Lance, when you ask the question of why does this thing happen? Well, it is causation. It is always going to be law, cause and effect. So mm -hmm. like people come together. <laughs> they just they just do, right? Right. Because they're of the same mind. And so that's why you seem to encounter them all the time, wherever you go. Not you, but in general, you encounter, which is what correspondence has within, so without. But remember this. When you recognize that it is causation, that does not mean you have to blame you. Oh my God, I'm never changing. No, pay attention to the law of rhythm. How frequently are you encountering them? Is it more than when you started or is it less? Because you can count the difference. You can count the length in between the interactions because that length of time that you can count is showing you your persistence and your consistency in your change. The more you see them, well, 
you got more work to put in to keep yourself polarized in the other direction. But the less frequently you see them and encounter their behavior, it means you are keeping yourself where you said you want to be. Mm -hmm. That is the difference. So there's no time. I'm going to keep talking. You hold on. There's no time to, mm -hmm. um, to judge the self and complain about, oh, my God, I'm failing you. Oh, I'm failing. There's no time for that. When you do that, you blind the eye to what you need to do next. You hear me? Mm -hmm. You blind yourself to what you need to do next. Then you stop and you complain and think about, eh, I'm not doing well. No. How, what is that space? You can count it because the law of rhythm allows you to count the distance between the last occurrence, the last hit, and the next one. And the more space that is between them is the evidence of you keeping yourself in the polarized position and planting new seeds to reap a new harvest, right? That's what you're doing. The root of it, the root of it, Lance, mm -hmm. <sighs> the root of this thing is the person. Listen, when you hear that you are the cause of everything in your life, that mm -hmm. is not a judgment on you. That is not a weakness. That is empowering to you to know that you are the cause. Because if you are the cause, that means you can change. You can. But you also have to understand that everything is going by way of law. So you keep looking. You're going to have to keep looking because it is the act of looking that tells the law what to do. The law is neither friend nor foe. If you keep looking at the thing, even out of anger and frustration with yourself, now you're just looking at it angry and frustrated and you're going, it, it will intensify because you're looking at it. <laughs> it has to, this is law. So that's why you have to put your attention on where you want to be. So when you're going to look back to see where you come from, that rhythm, when you are there and you're looking at it, this is why. And I'll, I'll give it to you in a minute, Lance. Take your time. This is, this is why honesty with yourself is so important. Because Lance, you said something. You said that addiction, right, mm -hmm. will have you feeling like you are in love, oh God, with that other person. You see what I'm saying? It'll make you feel like this is your soul mate. This is your twin flame. This is the love of my life. Right? It'll have you feeling all kinds of ways. Uh, but if you take a moment, yeah? <sighs> if you take a moment to be honest with yourself and use the law of polarity, the law of polarity asks you, where are you now? And what are you doing? If you say, look, man, I'm stuck with this shit. I can't seem to get it out of my system. I, you know, I feel bad about myself. And you write all these things down, right? You, you write them down. Now you're honest with yourself. What's the law going to do? 
clearly when you see where you are, now you can make the decision to say, okay, based upon where I am right now, I have the whole list written. This is where I'm at and this is what I'm doing. Where do I want to be and what do I want to be doing? Now you look at that thing you wrote and you begin to build your new life from out of it. Like a phoenix, you rise from the ashes of what it is. Mm-hmm. You, don't, you don't use those ashes to bathe yourself in guilt and shame, okay? <laughs> or else or else you're going to have to stay in it. When you use polarity to rebuild, you must be honest with yourself because it's going to show you, oh, well, you're with this person. You don't, you don't want to be alone. You don't want to be by yourself. You... You, you need a companion, you know, so you, you got to stick with them because they like what you like. How you going how you going to introduce yourself to somebody else now? How you going to be this new person? Well, you might as well stay with them because they love you just the way you are. <laughs> you, 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 right. You start to listen to that thing. Which makes you feel. But that thing you say to yourself has to follow law. Nothing escapes the law. So the more you browbeat yourself because you feel guilty and dirty, by way of law, you must continue to do that and be that way Mm. by law. And that's what makes your change either challenging or simple. It is the application of the law. You know that if you do the same thing the same way, Every time you are guaranteed success, period. They'll then choose the thing that you want to do the same way every time. Oh, well, Anto, that's easy for you to say because you've never been addicted to porn. You don't know what that feels like. When you learn a thing or two, you come back and you can talk to me about it. (laughs) Listen, I I don't need to have gone through what you go through. Right. To understand. It is the understanding. It is the comprehension. It is the empathy for someone to understand what they're dealing with by way of law. When you tell me what you're feeling and you're going through, by way of law, I understand and I feel it, but I will not take it on as my own because you cannot do that. It is bigger than me and it will beat me. So I cannot take it on as my own. But if you apply the law, you will come through this in flying colors. I promise you. Look at how far you've gone the other way. So you, you've been successful in that direction. Apply yourself in this direction now for polarity. And the same success will be yours. It is guaranteed. Go, Lance. Come. You know, it, it's... There are people out there listening to this right now. And they're saying it's easier said than done. Whatever the goal that you have and you share it sometimes, not that I'm going to put it in a joke for them. Hey, fellas, I'm not going to jerk off anymore the rest of my life. They never say that. Right. But even other things, I want to lose a little weight. Oh, man, you're not going to you're going to start for a little while and then you're going to give up, man. Here, you, they're doing it successfully. Your friends, hey, man, here, get a piece of pizza, man. It won't hurt. So for most people who have never really bit down and look within themselves and say, you know, I'm letting go of this thing. It's not defeating me. 
I want to live. I want to be alive. This thing is pulling my life force. And it does. Yeah. Because you're focusing. People don't understand that even with orgasm, that point of orgasm, and we talk about soul ties. See, it's my theory. Mm-hmm. You're watching this thing. Mm-hmm. You don't know the personal problems and challenges this individual or group of individuals that you're flashing your brain to, what they had. You might be mentally engaged with what you see on the screen and physically stimulating yourself, not knowing that that person died 35 years ago and never to have conquered the demons that they had in their life. I believe that you can give a person residual soul ties to their energy. That's my theory. So what are you connecting to? You fiend for a certain person, a certain star or some anonymous person who wanted to make a little money, a little cash. And there's somebody's grandmother somewhere in a nursing home, but you focus on them when they were younger and what they were doing. So look how screwed up so many of us can be with these. Like when I see or when I say a soul tie, imagine a little rope going out into the universe, connecting to that person and then this person and that person and all these different people. And we're all mixed up. We walk down the street and our eyes are full of lust because we're all pouring out. And. Even though you're drained and what you may think is temporarily satisfied from the act that you committed, you're still getting ready for the next hit. So the cashier that smiles at you innocently, you think she's trying to come on to you. You look at her shape, you look at, you're on fire. And you can't be satisfied. Because just like you said with the space between those times that broaden out, you know that you're conquering this thing. But then when we lie to ourselves. I'll do this one more time. We're being squeezed like an accordion. The walls are closing in on us. We can't breathe. We can't see anything else. We can't truly feel joy. We have this secret life that we expose ourselves to and our confidence actually goes down. As a man, your confidence goes down. Right? So you go to a gathering It's not some party where you go hook up. It's a friend's house and a few people are getting together. And you see a young lady that you'd like to talk to. But because you know what you do and what you really have put your mind to, how are you going to talk to that young lady? What are you going to tell her about yourself? And you have that lack of of, of confidence and you'd rather not. I remember back in the 70s, as a young teenager, when they had house parties, the fellas couldn't wait to talk to the young ladies. And it wasn't about sex. It was just you liked the girl and you wanted to talk to her. Yes. And you had the confidence to follow through. Let me take you to the movies tomorrow. Maybe we can get something to eat. Of course, those festivities are nice, but that was so far away. Now we want to jump right in. 
and you pass each other the next day after you indulge in the intimacies, whether it's the backseat of a car, an alleyway, or a cheap motel, you see them in Walmart or some big store, and it's like you never did anything at all. You didn't really know this person. And so that tears at you, too. You're ability to maintain long-term relationships. Because you want that dopamine hit. Who wants to be bothered with dating somebody and telling them about your past and spending time with them? Does it sound bothering? Because I hear it over here. I okay. have to change this again. Yeah, it it comes and it goes, but it it is less frequent and it's a shorter yeah. duration. Okay, okay. And when you when when you talk, I'm gonna pull it out and see if I can make some changes here. But it devastates your manhood. Yes. It devastates your ability to make decisions because you don't have the confidence in yourself because if you cannot attract and connect with a woman, even on lighter levels, not just sex, I can walk up to any woman and start a conversation in public if I choose to. And it's not about that. You can say what's on my mind. I have them cracking, I'm cracking jokes on the vans and, you know, they're laughing with me and I like you, you're a nice guy. Because I have that confidence, but a guy who his whole world and life force goes into something that is not even paying him no mind. This thing was videotaped years ago. And here you are putting current energy into it and spilling your life force. Yeah. And you're too tired to come up with great ideas to change your life. And your life stays stuck. Yes. And like I said before, Dr. Lila Africa mentioned that we really should have as a man one orgasm a year. Now, how many people want to hear that? Right. How many, how many brothers want to hear, oh, one orgasm a month or once a week? It's something that they can bypass in their relationship and selfishly indulge in themselves. And it takes their mind far away. And the woman that you have laying in the bed, she's not good enough now. There's that. Sorry, I was eating potato chips in, in the wires. <laughs> but yeah, there's nothing good coming out of it. I don't know about that. If I leave you with nothing, I must leave you with this. All actions are governed by law, right? All of them. So we get caught up sometimes in the good, the bad, and the indifferent or the ugly. We get caught up in the label. It doesn't matter what action you do. It is governed by law. And so if you know that, you will choose. You can choose. I don't know, Cyber. Cyber has suggested that maybe it's my keyboard, but I'm not always typing on my iPad in the chat. <laughs> I'm not always typing. Um, but to touch on this now, because you said walls closing in, somebody said that to me today. Actually, two people said that to me today. 
based upon how they feel in their lives, right? Two people said that to me today. And I said, Lord, I've got to change my perspective, <laughs> right? Then when we spend our time fighting against something, right? This is what, I, what I'm trying to show you here. When you spend your time fighting against, remember the fight is governed by law. That's why what you resist must persist because your attention is on it. Do you understand? Like the guy, the the what the heck, the architect from the Matrix, he goes, it is the source of your greatest victory, I think, and then the source of your greatest downfall. Hope. Huh? Hope. Your biggest, your biggest weapon, or oh, it's your biggest downfall. It is the knowing that all things are governed by law. So when you are fighting and struggling against something, your attention is fully on it. And because you are there and you are engaged with it in full combat, it will draw your life from you. Because that's what you're doing. You are fighting it. You, that's what you're, look at what you're doing. How do you fight something? By complaining. By saying, like, God, my life sucks. I, I feel trapped. I'm stuck. This will never change. That is fighting against what the problem is. To turn your attention, your polarity, towards the solution, now instead of fighting, you are creating. Remember, the thing that you're fighting is a shadow now. You, it, it is already been built from a cause it is an effect every cause has its effect and every effect is cause to change an effect you must change the cause that's the only way to change what you're dealing with on the outside the only way to change what you're dealing with on the outside is to change the cause within so when you look at it and go this shit is hard angela i cannot carry on this is too much you are, in, you are, you're so deep in it. Your attention, it has you in its thrall. You're going to have to continue to fight. The fight is governed by law. So now when you say, all right, I see the problem. I know what it is. What's my solution then? The solution is the seed that sits inside the problem. What am I saying to you? That thing that you are fighting, yes, what is it? You are fighting an activity. So if the problem is the activity that you are fighting and the way you feel about said activity, then the solution is to create a more preferable activity that you can build from. That's why I said, Take the emotion out of it. Lance mentioned your confidence will take a hit every time. Well, think about it. When you are worn out from fighting something, you are exhausted. You are tired. You feel defeated. You feel worthless. You feel like nothing will make a change. Those are only feelings because that's where you are polarized. 
So those feelings are natural to where you are polarized. So now when you say, I see my problem, well then the solution is what? A new habit must be created. So what activity can you do instead? And yeah, it's gonna suck because it's not gonna hit you the same way, is it? It's not gonna have the same high, but what do you want? You want to high or you want to live? You understand what I'm saying to you? When you allow yourself to be driven by the high, that is, that is a short path. It's, it's a short distance to self-destruction. Because you want to feel good? You have to understand. It's not a matter of feeling good. It is a matter of knowing something because when you allow yourself to ride the roller coaster of your emotions oh i've got to get this i gotta feel good when you do that when you do that that is now your master choose where you will have joy in your life choose where you'll be happy choose them don't allow them to manipulate you because you don't know that you have control over them. That's why I keep saying to you, it's not the feeling because you can be up to date down tomorrow. It is the knowing that you can move yourself from one place to the next. That is what sustains. This is, this is what I'm trying to tell you. It looks like it is difficult only because you don't know and you don't understand how to apply the law. But I'm telling you the shortcut, the hack. The problem has the seed of the solution in it. If you are disgusted with an activity that you do, first of all, you recognize that you don't like it. Second, stop the disgust. Recognize that you feel disgusted because you're afraid of being judged. Recognize that. And because you're afraid of being judged, you cower some more, thereby depleting further your confidence. That's what I'm trying to tell you. See it for what it is. So now that you know what it is, two, you know it's something to be disgusted over. Because the, disgust, the discussion will just suck the life out of you more. Take the emotion out of it and go, ah, unacceptable. I don't want to do that anymore. Now, what do you want to do instead? That's where you go. And you know within yourself that, you know what? I'm not going to be strung out. I'm not going to have that high. Because you know why? My feelings and my emotions no longer can rule me. I am telling them what I will enjoy. Thereby what? The enjoyment is longer lasting. It is not a hit that dissipates like a dandelion in the wind. It is long lasting when you are the one to say, ah, where will I put myself today? That is the difference. Those are the three things. Acknowledge where you are. Don't judge where you are. And then choose where you want to be. I'm not telling it to you because eh, it's easy to say. I'm telling it to you because that is the process of creation. That's why you got where you are now. You did the exact same thing you just don't know that that's what you did but now that i'm telling you what you have done do you not see where your power is 
Your power is not victim. Your power is not cower in the corner. I'm going to just beat it all day. That's not what you were designed for. But if you continue to believe the lie that I can't overcome this, I need a hug myself jacket, I need therapy, I need some kind of drug. No. You need to acknowledge where you are and what it is you are doing without judgment. I, without judgment. Even though it feels as if walls are closing in on you and you will never get out, that is just a way that you feel because of what you are doing and the fear of discovery and being shamed for doing it. Do you not see? It is the fear of being judged and being shamed. Oh, here, wear this scarlet letter. That judgment that we so freely give to each other and ourselves, that's the problem understand what you're doing and see why you do it and now decide is that for me is that for me this this is but when i say this to you i say it with the greatest love that i can conjure up from within myself, not because I'm perfect, because I live in a glass house. I live in a glass house. So I understand what we're, as we say in Atlanta, what we're not finna do is sit here and browbeat ourselves and think that we cannot overcome something. No, that is not what we are going to do. You better get up. Do you know why I said to someone also today, they said to me, they said to me, Angela, I'm afraid to live and I'm afraid to die. And I said, but, but that's an easy fix. You're afraid, deal with the fear and then you will decide, live or die. It is only the fear that stands in your way, you know that you've given power over you is what I'm trying to tell you and I'm saying it to you. It is only the fear, whether it is rejection, whether it is failure, it doesn't matter what the fear is. The point is, it is there. And when she said that to me, Angela, I'm afraid to live, but I'm even more afraid to die. She says, I feel trapped. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, well, there's the emotions. That's fear. So what is the solution? Deal with the fear and then you will know how to live because death is inevitable. It comes for the body. But the spirit has to live on because it is immortal. So when you know that, well, now you know how you need to live. What does scripture say? You live life and you live it more abundantly. Jesus, Lance, you better take it for I don't go, Lance. <laughs> Just I... <laughs> Wow, that because was something that we have I to see. them to be free. Yes. Push away from the table and digest that bite for a little while. A moment of silence. That was that was awesome. And what a heck of a place to be in. Afraid to live and afraid to die. And so many of us are in that chasm. So many of us are stuck 
or we believe we're stuck. That if we put a piece of wood under that rear tire that's spinning, spinning in the mud or spinning in the ice, yes. that's all it took instead of sitting there for the whole night, burning your gas out in one spot, never getting anywhere. And there's so many people who look out into the world that have greatness inside of them that lets the fear eat them up. I am not going to allow fear to conquer me that way. If fear says you can't do 10, I'm going to do 25. If fear says I can only do 50, I'm going to do 100. I run after anything that tries to manifest itself to me as fear. I run at it. You're trying to scare me, I'm going to demolish you. I'm not Superman. I was wired from very early to think a certain way. But I did have the aroma of fear inhaled in my nostrils at times, especially when you're trying to ascend to a different level, a higher level, a better, more improved life. And if it's not you saying it or allowing it to come into your mind, it will be people around you. So those are the people that you must get rid of. Like I always use the term steamroll. Well, you know what? Anything that's not right for me, I'm steamrolling. You have the universal right to move forward. You have the universal right to make the choices in your life that you want, but fear cripples you. You go to the restaurant, you don't know. I'm hungry, but I'm afraid to eat. It makes no sense. You see what I mean? Choose what you want off the menu and move forward. I know people personally who are like this, stuck. And when you try to encourage them, they take it and turn it into something negative. Well, you know what? It comes a time where you have to make up your mind if you're going to move forward or stay in that place. Because how long can you go on the side of the road and take your booster cables out and jumpstart somebody and their, their vehicle never starts? Are you going to sit there and just waste your stuff down? You can't do that. Yeah. You can be charitable with a certain amount of your time. Because when you start to fly up, there's always something trying to pull you down. Yes. And what I say, every time I've been in an airplane, and I've said this before, you know, you might be living in a small town or in a major city near the airport, and you feel you have major problems. You feel you have overwhelming problems that you happen to be going on this trip, and you go up in the plane and it starts to take off. And you still see the structures Quickly in your neighborhood, you see, wow, there's the Walmart over there. Wow, there's the town square. There's Main Street. Wow, there's that tall building over there. Wait a second. I can see my house. And if you live close to other people, it, it, it gets smaller and smaller and smaller, and it diminishes from sight. Then you see the clouds, and you're above the clouds. What does that tell you? We all may have challenges, but... They're minuscule when you look at the whole overall thing in life. Just think, okay, we have a certain topic that we're speaking about, but it goes in different lanes. Just think about people who are getting older. They're still young enough to do most things, but they're still in deep arguments with their parents who may be deceased. They've still got problems with people who did something to them back in third grade who has long gone off the earth. But you walk this thing and you carry this thing and this thing controls you just like a porn flick. It's no different. So while we're pointing out 
one avenue for those who indulge in this thing. It's really so many other areas that it covers what you're saying as far as a law. We have to watch out for that thing because we can be impeccable in if we pick 10 areas of our life in nine of them and pat ourselves in the back and say, yes, I'm a good father. I'm a good provider. I'm this, I'm that. But that one thing that you do pops up. Well, you know, I can't talk about how I can't stop masturbating and whatever. I'll keep that under wraps, but it's still going to affect the other apples in the bag. It's still going to affect everything around it and spoil it. I switched my cords. I was still hearing that noise. I don't know what this is, but anyway. Let me me do something. I have my crystal ball because I felt the need to do it. Let's Mm -hmm. take a moment of silence. Yes. And I'm trusting that you'll be able to hear things. I now have 10% battery power. So, Uh-oh. so if, unless, can come- if anything, you don't leave. If anything, what I will do is use another device, but right. I, I, I must play whole time. Right. Okay. There it is, Lance. That was a, a boost. Huh? That was a boost. That was like a charge. That was like a life-giving something there. Yes. Let me pop out and pop back in on a different device, Lance. Okay, no problem. Because no I, problem. I, I want to make sure I respect the questions in the chat. Right. Give me sure. one second. I'll be right back. Take your time. Take your time. I'll be here. Uh, yes wow and um i'm going to just remove this question we didn't forget it just we have a full screen delicate lace and that really um i think a percentage i know angela's going to answer that question but i think a percentage will be because in the porn world they are trying to introduce that to straight men you see, and because of the curiosity of many men, they will go see things and see the possibilities. And if they have a propensity for that, they might go that way. I don't think it can turn you into anything unless you have something in you like that that you discover, right? If you're running away from something that's deep down in the 
side of you. So, um, I mean, I know I'm a straight man and I don't see no other way. <laughs> Ain't nothing else happening. Do what you do if you want to do it, whoever you are. But me, mm -mm. if there's something on the menu that I'm just not eating, it's just I'm not attracted to this certain thing on the menu and it's not going to happen. It's just like that. That's what's going to happen. But yeah, it's a very interesting topic that you need to continue on, even under different titles, you know. Yeah, Thailand tourism has skyrocketed. And over there in Thailand, you have the girly boys, right? And a lot of the men go over there for that. You know, I've seen it in certain cities that I've lived in where you see prostitution going on, women, not drug addicts, which are way back in the day. You see them, they're healthy looking, plump, full, womanly. And the ones making the most money on that particular street down the block are the men in dresses. What's that all about? What's that all about? The transvestites were out there selling themselves. It's like it's a bisexual shoehorn that they can say they see the image of a woman, but they know what that so-called woman has hanging down between their legs. So it's like a shoehorn to ease your foot into this thing where you can say, hey, I thought it was a woman or have your own little secret thoughts. It's very deceiving and it can also be for some people in that area, very seductive, but it depends on the imprinting that you have in your life, I feel. And um, there's so much in this topic that we can talk about and we will talk about but it is, it is, it is very powerful, and this leads most people more than what you know. It has more influence over them. Excuse me. Let me just take a sip. <laughs> Had a very sweaty day today, even though I didn't do much physically. But where I was most of the time, it's a little humid, so I sweated and sweated and sweated. So I got to replace my liquid and stuff like that. But when, when you see how that is there to affect the youth from the time that they start to become, you know, adolescents and even before. And how with the whole rainbow thing going on, and they're pushing on the kids and things they don't even want. Let a child be a child. Children would be curious and they will run into things that they would want to run into. Because I remember coming home from school, you know, we'd always find a magazine that somebody tossed down a threw out in the garbage with the garbage man, it dropped out. He took his garbage and didn't see that it dropped out and kept going. So now you see a bunch of elementary school kids, fifth or sixth grade, gathered around this. You're like, what's the crowd over there for? What are they looking at? An exotic looking insect or something? <laughs> so you're going like, oh my God, that's what breasts really look like? Oh my God, that's what a vagina looks like? And even back then, it wasn't hardcore. You had hardcore things. And I'll, I'll make a confession here. And when I was in high school as a freshman, when the art and design uh, high school, you know, I was doing my little bodybuilding and stuff. And my body was a little bigger than most. I was heavier than most. You know, people knew I wasn't a grown man, but I had balls to capitalize on some of the addictions of some of the classmates. You see, man. You, you'll get that porn magazine and I'll pay you like just some regular, man. I'll buy up all these magazines. All right. I'll charge you an extra $3 for each one. And I made money. I wasn't scared. I wasn't scared. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it didn't trap me that way because I knew what it was. And so 
traveling through New York City in, in the whole uh, adult entertainment world taught me a whole lot because I've known many performers. I was almost one myself. Um, I'm just so glad I never got into that because that's that's something that it creates voids inside of you. And you don't get what you think you're going to get for some people from what I heard. And there's a lot of suicide, depression, alcoholism, other kind of drug addictions and addictions that that cannot fill up the void for you. You know, and it's sad because there's so many people that head out to Hollywood and think they have the abilities and they do, but they're not accepted because they're not going to do what they are told to do to get to that point. And um, they just, when they don't make it, they fall by the wayside. The whole Hollywood thing, why would you even want that? Because for those who make it in Hollywood and have to take their oath, there's so many others that will do just about anything to get a modicum of attention or fame. This world is so superficial, paper thin, transparent, and, and thin. You know, just cultivate what you have inside you and have the satisfaction of knowing that you will be acknowledged on a, on a righteous level. Here comes... Uh, my dear sister again, there she is. <laughs> Thank you for your incredible patience. Oh, yeah. I'm an artist. I can sit here and draw things all day long. <laughs> I'm going to run to the restroom real quick. I'm going to put you on solo screen and I'll be right back. Yeah. Okay. All this what I'm drinking. But you see, though, um, uh, Cyber, I'm reading your comment there that the tourism in Thailand has skyrocketed. Again, it is by way of law. Because people are looking for these things, they have to find them. You understand? <sighs> Cause and effect. You understand? That's why it's so prevalent. Did you guys hear the bowl? Because, I don't know, I just had a heavy feeling to play the bowl. I'll play for just a little bit more time to, because <laughs> it's heavy. For me, it is very heavy. So I'm just going to play a little bit more to Landscape's bat to help us all ease ourselves through this situation. <sighs> it just has such a visceral effect. I'm going to answer that question in a moment, Cyber. Cyber, you asked me why the sudden strong urge to play the ball. I don't know. I just felt overwhelmed. <laughs> um, I, I felt an overwhelming need to do it. And I know the voice of my intuition or I know its urgings. And so I just followed through with it. I actually had to send my son to get the ball. <laughs> um, but listen, Lance did mention something. He said, you know, you, you could have 10 things in your life that you're doing. And then there's just one of them, you know, 
But that's why I keep telling you, you don't judge the self. When something presents itself to you, when a habit presents itself to you, you know, the one that makes you say, why am I doing this all the time? Why is this happening to me? When, when something presents itself to you that way, that's what you pay attention to. And that's what you deal with at the time. You don't have to go and try and dig up something to try and change it. And this is such a topic that we, that's why I said to you guys earlier, there's a difference between the habits that, um, you can use a habit to ensnare yourself or you can use a habit to free yourself. Either way, you're using a habit. And that's why I made the differentiation between a habit and ritualistic behavior that is happening in the world today. They are not the same thing. Do you understand me? They're not the same. And so I had to take my glasses off. Cyber, when I tell you I felt overwhelmed <laughs> i felt an overwhelming sense of i don't even have the words to say it i just know what i felt and i had to do something to get myself free of that feeling and i knew if i was feeling that way look i don't even know if it was for y'all that i had to pull or if it was for me that I had to play the ball, I just know the ball had to be played. <laughs> That's what I knew. And when it comes to humanity and their freedom from mental bondage, do you understand? There is something that drives me. Well, cyber. You are right. It, it, it was, it was empathy for all of us. We're all here to in this space at this time. And I don't struggle with any, I know what I live with. You understand? Because I know what I live with, but that's why I say if, if, if we don't judge what we're going through or judge the other person, now begin to heal right we can begin to heal as a unit each individual you understand no i think i may have been frozen there for a minute uh no You might have to, are you good? The screen was frozen. Are you good? I'm not hearing you. Hmm. 
I'm not hearing you, sweetheart. Yeah, could have a little glitch. I wasn't hearing her audio. I took a step to the restroom, came back. Her screen was sideways and it wasn't any sound. So let's see what that is. And um, I don't know what point she was making because I just got back, but I know it's a good point. And um, let's give her a few seconds here. Got some package here to close up. Every time something gets good, <laughs> every time the flow starts to happen, the instruction and the word comes out, it's always a glitch. But if we were here doing some kind of buffoonery, trust me, everything would go by so smooth and good. So good and smooth. Okay, here she is. Okay, my dear sister. Okay, I'm yes. on my iPad. I I just had to shut everything down, and I got my iPad. No um, problem. No problem. But you know, I was telling Cyber because Cyber asked me where did that need to play the bowl come from. I just felt this overwhelming sense of I needed to do something with the energy that was here because I know that for people sometimes we can feel like we're trapped in a situation we can feel like things are never going to change and that can make us feel discouraged and not even want to to try anymore that's and and that's not where we are meant to be you understand we're not meant to be there and so the encouragement always is to apply the law consciously Right. And and for this one, because this topic is so it seems taboo, but it's only because it's not understood. Right. right? Because if, if you if you want to look through now, look through the world. Kelly. He did not wake up one day and said what he said and became what he became. An impression was left upon his young mind. And so that impression is where he lived his life from because that impression was there. Mm -hmm. Right? So because that impression was never taken in hand to be examined, to say, whoa, 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 wait a minute. This is causing me to hurt people. Right. Because that was, that, that was never dealt with. And that's why it continued on to mm -hmm. become this monster. Right. And so now when we think about him or we we speak about him, we, the, the natural response is to punish as opposed to understand where that thing came from, because that could be any one of us with mm -hmm. anything that has been left upon our minds as an impression. And we follow it because it's natural to do so. That's how we live our lives. Mm -hmm. Right. So the there's a level of reverence that is required for law mm -hmm. because 
a lot of people feel like, well, why, why would God do this to us? Why would be, why would be, we be created to, to always fail? You're not created to fail. Everything that we live out is by way of law. And if we can come to that understanding and that knowledge, mm -hmm. now we'll begin to examine the self with a more vigilant eye and be able to see what is being done. You have to understand cause and effect because mm -hmm. this thing is so prevalent in society. Yes. The effect is to project it out more. That is law, not because, you know, it, it's everything is being used by the mind that can see what's happening. Do you understand? So the thing, the person that looks like, oh my God, they're gross, they're so vile. Why do they have a platform? Point in case, educate. He's now being um, charged with so many things. And a lot of people will still defend him. I, I am not for or against. I'm simply observing the law at work. You see, where, where he was left with an impression on his mind as a youngster. Be the oppressor instead of being oppressed because being oppressed is vile. So what is the option? So he has a keen ability to look at someone and to see their weakness and to project into them to get them to do what he wants. It is mentalism that he is using at every single turn. So the weaker minded person will feel because he, he, he said it from his mouth. I will have sex with them and make them love me. And then, um. and then they will do what I want. Now, do you understand how the law is at work right there? Even though it's, it's not for the edification of all, is it? No. It is not, but the law does not care because the law doesn't judge. That's why you and I have to use it. So now what do you need to fortify? You need to fortify your mind so that when someone comes along and says, well, I know you said you would never do such a thing, but you know what? Look at you. You're a victim. Do you want to stay a victim forever? Or do you want to make as much money as you can? Do you want to free yourself from the matrix? Well, let me show you how to do it. <laughs> so now he has convinced a whole bunch of women who never would have done it. <laughs> but with the right product, <laughs> I digress, he has convinced them to do it. But now the same man that he does not like in himself, which is the victim male mentality, is the same man he now convinces to pay this type of woman. Now, let me tell you something. I am sure, I don't want to bet any money on it, but I, I can be pretty certain he's read the 48 laws of power. Mm -hmm. The 48 laws of power are mm, man's way of using the seven principles of creation. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I can tell you this is because there's one law out of that 48 that says, know your enemy's thumb screws. I'm saying it to you slower. Know your enemy's thumb screws. 
I'm going to say it to you again. Use, you have to know your enemy's thumb screws. Why? What is a thumb screw? It is a device that inflicts pain. Mm -hmm. And when you know what it is in that person, when you know their weakness, because you can see it, when you know what it is, apply pressure and they will listen. <laughs> it's quite like having somebody by the balls. Do you understand? Huh? You are the one in power now because they it's like a ring in a bull's nose, a bit in a horse's mouth. It will not fight you because of the pain. So do you see how now the human, by way of law, if you allow fear to overtake you, now you will do whatever it takes to assuage that pain. Mm -hmm. But if you recognize that the pain is just the projection from somebody else, yes, you went through it. But if you see it for what it is, now you allow yourself to be governed by pain, you will always be governed by pain. So then what does that make you? And then you will hate yourself for being weak. Right. So then I, when I tell you these things, I'm not telling them to you because i'm cute like a dog i'm telling them to you because if you apply them and i tell you how to apply them every single time let me refresh you recognize where you are and what it is that you are doing mm -hmm. and when you recognize that don't judge it don't beat yourself up for it the point of the matter right. is not in the dark anymore now you know don't you yes you can do mm -hmm. something with that and so the key is here when you see where you are and what you're doing and you don't judge it anymore, decide, is, is that suitable for you or is it unsuitable? Not is it good or is it bad? Is it suitable based upon the experience you would like to have? If you want to rule somebody else instead of ruling yourself, now you will bend and manipulate the outside person to become what you want so that you can stop the pain that you feel. But hurting them won't stop the pain. <laughs> it will just make it worse for you. <laughs> Funny thing, man. So know what it is, know where you are and what you're doing without judgment. And then decide if that is suitable for your life experience or if it's unsuitable. What's suitable? Suitable means a life of ease and being able to move through the world without pain or without inflicting pain. Mm -hmm. That is a suitable life, and we all want that. So a life of balance. Exactly. Yes. Now you begin to list what it is. After you say where you want to be and what you want to be doing, list those things. And get up every day and do them. That's right. Because that is where your reward is. If you wait for somebody to come along and do a reward, but then you have to bend to their cause to get the result of the reward. Thereby, you are the victim continually. So the, the reward can't be money. The reward must be peace of mind. Inner peace. That's the reward. That's why the law doesn't punish, nor does it reward. It just gives you who you are. Right. Does that make sense, Lance? Go ahead. Yes. You don't want me to rant again. Go ahead. I'm loving it. I'm not against it. I'm loving it. But well, you're right. 
Don't allow yourself to get snagged into that to feel as though you're a victim. Yes. And you may feel that way, but then when we see ourselves that way, that's even worse. Because then you got to behave it. Because we're coming out of ourselves and we're assuming that the whole world sees us that way. And we, 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 we don't know how they see us. They can have high, a high regard for us, and we don't know. Exactly. Because maybe one person whispered in your ear, or you accepted this because of your failure to escape an addiction up to that point. Yes. See yourself as a failure for your whole life. And why not take the other side? Why not take control of your life and see yourself as a winner? Because I'm sorry. I see myself as a winner all the time. Yes. I don't see, as my, I don't see myself as a victim. There's no way that I could have rise to the occasion on so many different times in my life and manifest a new life, reinvent myself when others on the side who had their little fears were trying to uh, uh, swap my mindset and put those fears in my mind. Yes. And the slightest time that you find a stumbling block, which is only going to cause you to be more determined in your quest for a higher level, it doesn't mean it's the end. As soon as you trip and fall, oh, see, I, I knew I was a loser. Yeah, you're right. You're a loser. No, I'm not. Exactly. Just to show you how great I am to come back from this. To show you the seeds of greatness that I have inside of me, and I'm going to manifest this. I'm going to keep on it. I'm going to put my head in the enemy's chest and just keep battling away, just keep battering the body, just keep throwing the blows because he's not going to be able to take, and I don't mean just a person, but the yes. situation. Yes. You keep feeding into it. I've thrown it up. I don't have time to think about those negative things. If I wasn't to something that way, I see what it, what it manifests in my life. Yes. And then people will start to believe that for the imaginary thing that I had in my mind. Because I'm telling them I'm that. No, I'm a winner. Exactly. I don't have to tell you that. You're going to see it time and time again. The man who recommended a painter to his neighbor, the neighbor said, well, I don't know about him, but I'll give him a try. Mm-hmm. And the painter came to the house and did an excellent job in record time. Mm-hmm. He recommended it to somebody else. Excellent job in record time. So you don't have to worry now. You know the guy's work. You know what he can do. Yes. You have complete confidence in what he can do. You do a short, the last minute, last, make a banner, do this, do that. I have it ready for you in 15 minutes. Because this is what I do time and time again. And I'm supposed to feel high off of that. Mm-hmm. Not conceited. Exactly. Not condescending on anybody else. But in 2023, what is wrong with having real confidence to the bone? What's wrong with having confidence? In my 60 years of living, I earned my confidence. I was wired for it when I was younger, but I had to prove it to myself going out into the world, tripping and falling, standing up, figuring this thing out for myself. At this point, I know with no doubt I'm a winner. You can call me whatever you want, but I know whatever I put my mind to is going to work. Even if I stumble. This way you have tutorials. This way you have books. This way you have people you can ask advice. 
who would love to prove that their advice will make you the winner that you are even more so. Yeah. Then more people will come to them. Yeah. When I listen to Positively Angela, she has never lied to you. She's not saying that even she's the standard, that she's perfect. She said it's the law, this thing that she holds on to so strong and not believes in, but she knows it. Yeah. When you know the thing, you don't have to wonder about it. If I know my work ethic, I don't have to wonder about it. Yeah. But people try to drop sometimes these little seeds of doubt yes. and sit back and try to watch it grow, watch it manifest. Yeah. And when it doesn't happen, they freak out because they think as a loser. We have a lot of successful looking losers in our society because they have accrued the outward trappings of what we would call success. Oh, he must be a winner. He's got that half a million dollar Benz truck that I see out there. Oh, he must be a winner. Look at the zip code he lives in and the house that he lives in. But then he might be addicted to porn. Yes. And empty on the inside and feeling like a loser and actually worked hard to have the trappings to hide behind knowing that he is this because so many people have achieved greatness in the world as far as the monetary and the financial and went home and pulled the trigger. Yes. Why would you do that? Therefore, we know that he wasn't happy, but he worked hard to look the real thing like many of us do. And we don't take care of it. Take care of, and we let it. We let it slide. Yep. It might be other areas. It might be how you treat people, how you communicate with people. Yep. And so you go now to make up for that void by indulging in the thing you want to indulge in, which brings you down even more. Because you don't feel better when you when you do that. You feel better when you choose something off of the menu of life and say, "I'm going to do that." Yes. You you can doubt me if you want. I'm going to do it and manifest this thing. Yeah. And when you have that kind of pride, and this goes to women also, mm -hmm. when you have this kind of pride, you won't give yourself to some low vibrational man because you have a high standard. You're high righteously off of what you've proven yourself to be. Yes. So you don't shortchange yourself, no matter what they call you. Are you going to achieve more and more? It doesn't mean material. Yeah, you can have a material if it's done in a balanced and right spirit. If you make it a quarter million dollars a year and you buy something that is 60, 70, 80,000, I got no problem with you. As long as you follow the laws that positively Angela will share with you and live in balance. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because it's really in here that has to be satisfied. If you're not satisfied from within, Nothing on the outside is going to take you and give you that happy feeling. These last few days, I've been having waves of happy feelings, not because of certain things being accomplished, but the process I went through. And I proved to myself the stick intuitiveness that I know that I have on even a higher level. And so now I'm tougher than ever before. Because on my personal resume, I achieved, and it's all stuff on the inside that you prove to yourself that you're willing to go and battle for what it is that you know that you can achieve. Yes. Or making yourself a fuller, more complete person. That's the real deal. And when you do that and you conquer yourself, there's nothing on the outside that can conquer you. You dial in whatever you want. 
And even to the point where the universe, whatever you want to call it, God, the creator, Buddha, whatever, you get to a point where they take joy, this energy of the universe that created us and seeing us go higher because we're following the principles. So now if you just blatantly say, you know, Angela, after I finish this project, I want to travel out to Singapore. There's something out there for me that can utilize my talents that would aid me greatly financially and as far as my context. I just threw something out. Mm -hmm. I want to come back. I might be in the supermarket checkout line and running to somebody who has a hookup that knows me from online and say, I got the connection for you. I'm like, whoa. And I don't like to talk about it too much. And I'll shut up. We came out here in 2019 and saw a land that had trees and bushes so high. And I said, I have a vision for this place. Yes. And I'm going to make it happen. And there were obstacles. But here it is. So nobody's going to shoot me down at this point. I've been through too much and I have a, re I have a hell of hot resume which means a good thing in slang. <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't know, right? This is what it's about. And I draw strength from that. So don't allow anybody to make you or put down your accomplishments, even if they're baby accomplishments. You gotta have your baby steps. Ain't no, you saying did not come out of his mother's womb and setting records. He couldn't even walk. Mm-hmm. And we don't even know the destiny of what's coming the next day. So you can't let the present reality, no matter how gloomy it may look, defeat you from the future. You see? Mm -hmm. I know like tag team wrestling, you're hearing all this and you want to, I'll touch you and make you come on in because I know you got some. <laughs> but no, it, it, it is beautiful because that's just, and here's the thing, right? These, these, these aren't my laws. <laughs> these are the laws that govern everything you see and the things you don't see. Right? These are the universal laws that govern all of creation. Right? And there's a reason. There's a reason why they were kept hidden for so long. Right? Because when you don't know a thing, you tend to beat yourself up and then you beat yourself up. Well, then the law is there and you continually beat yourself up because it is law. So that's the point that I want to convey to you today is that you have what it takes within you. It is only that you and me have fallen for this lie that says, well, you're not good enough. You shouldn't ever listen to your own intuition anyway, because that will always mislead you, won't it? And that's that's the kind of thing we hear and we say to ourselves. And then we get frustrated with living. But know this, right? It is a cumulative effect. Nobody just, as I learned today, I learned this today. Nobody gets up and says, I don't want to live anymore. Nobody gets up and says that. It is cause after effect, after cause, after effect, after cause, after effect that builds. And that's how they find themselves now saying, I can't do this anymore. That's how they get there. 
right? But I want you to remember always what Confucius says, deal with things when they're little. So when you see that first effect come up and you're like, nah, that ain't it. Correct it. Correct it. Because you're looking at that effect and you know if you do that same cause, that effect is going to happen again. Same effect, right? So change the cause. Begin to look at that and say, no, undesirable. Here's what I prefer. And begin to do that thing. Why? Because if you change the cause, you change the effect, which will generate a different cause, which will generate a different effect. Right? That whole chain, that whole domino. But if you don't deal with it, and you know how and why we don't deal with it? Because we, we allow the emotions to rule us. Emotions, it, it, if you do not show, it's like a forest fire. A forest fire is different from a controlled burn. A forest fire, will, it'll take everything. A controlled burn will burn where you set it. And not once are you diminishing the power of fire, you know. You're not. You're just setting the boundary for fire. So that you can get the effect of fire without the harm of the fire. Do you understand? So that's what the emotions are. Pure, raw. Pure, raw energy. Give it a boundary. Give it a guideline. So that when you use it, you use it most effectively as opposed to, well, forest fire, you know. That's, that's the best analogy I can give you when it comes to your emotions. Put them in their place as opposed to, remember, they take their orders from you. They're showing you what's going on. They don't rule you. Right? So you've got to take that power back now. Does that, does that make sense? Tag, you're it. <laughs> well, you know, you got to know that you always have the power. You got to know that you always have the power. Yes. Yeah, I remember that song too. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. And and I used to hear that song and I would feel strong hearing it. The reinforcement in the man's voice when he was in I forgot the song, but that's in the bass and the yeah. If I was in a hospital bed, I'd have to break the cast and get on up and start dancing <laughs> in that thing. So what happened to songs that are empowering that way, even though it was a song of that era that people can say, eh, it's kind of corny. No, it's not. I like it. Anything. Because truth is truth. Two plus two is four. Back in Shakespeare's time, the same way it is now. Yeah. Truth is truth is truth. Yeah. We may have different style of conveying it but it's the same thing and when you have it the power you got to know you always have it it's not about where you had it and you lost it yeah. you didn't lose it you lost the connection to it see because the creator and the universe never turns its back on you it's offering you this all the time you got to fall in line yeah yeah how am I going to bring back a light or an appliance back to the store to return it and say, man, 
this thing didn't work. Well, did you plug it in? Oh, I forgot to plug it in. How many times we forgot to plug in to that place that brings us success? Because we can duplicate that. The success may be a different goal or something that we're trying to achieve, but that place from within to get us psyched up, to stir ourselves up, to reconnect with that power. Some of us get distracted. And we think we don't have it, but we didn't plug in. Mm-hmm. We're, we're listening to something else. We're watching something else. Yep. We should be doing something, but we're up at night watching porn. Yep. So we have the goal of losing weight and getting up early before work and hitting the gym and doing some cardio. You can't wake up at the time, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. And then the same thing and the same thing. And just like my friend, for all these decades, yes, from the 70s, from the 70s, when VCRs came out, that was a wrap. Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. he did was inside and masturbate his life away. Yes. Lost his power. Lost his focus. Mm-hmm. Even me now, I'm trying to get more and more done and go to a higher level. I have no time for foolishness. I want to achieve. I want to go deeper within. I want to be more of what I'm supposed to be. Yes. I'm not into the cookie cutter existence. Well, she's doing this, so I got to copy it. And I got to, no, I'm not into the fads. Yeah. I'm the type of dude that'll keep the same clothes when they go out of style, that they'll come back in style and I look cool. <laughs> yeah, never left. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Right. Yes. So those things, when you have it, those attributes that are not displayed too much in this world because it's glitz and glitter and superficial paper thin stuff. Those things will always carry you through. When you see a man who might be 85 or 90, maybe his voice is not as strong and he's full of wisdom and he talks. Everybody's sitting around him quiet because like, man, this is some good stuff. And even a 22 year old will hear him and know a little bit about life and say, wow, this really is. More so his friends would just listen to rappers with foolish lyrics, but telling you the real deal, the nitty gritty about life and feeding you that way because they were truthful with themselves. They know they always have the power. And I know even when, and if I'm blessed to be here this long, when I'm 90 years old, I'm going to have it. I know I'm going to have it. Yes. Because I'm going to make sure to keep that righteous momentum to make myself better. Yes. I don't have to announce this or announce that. I just go somewhere and just start talking if needed. Mm-hmm. And they'll see what pours out. I don't want to repeat something or come out with something just to sound a certain way. In order to be the thing, you have to, to be the real thing. You have to go through the process of being the real thing. Whatever it is you do, whatever area of expertise, you want to be a teacher, you got to go through the process. You want to yes. you, you be a boxer? You have to go through the process. Yeah. You want to be a scholar? You want to work in a medical field? But there's a certain protocol you have to go through. Yeah. And if you love the end result so much, you'll go through anything to make that happen. If you love your child so much, you'll go through anything to maintain their life and protect them. Yes. Even to the point when you say, oh, take my life and let this one live. And that's the kind of relentless feeling you have to have when there's something righteously haunting you in your heart to bring about. 
You see, us in the society, we feel that only women can be pregnant. Physically, yes. It's never going to happen no other kind of way, no matter how much they tamper with the bodies. But when I say pregnant with an idea, pregnant with a vision, that yes. you as the leader, not over the woman like she's less, but you as the man with the testosterone, that she helps to guide that ship that you are gently and with wisdom also. Yes. But when you say, I'm going to do this for me and my family, mm-hmm. And I'm going to move forward. There's nothing more righteous than that. Yep. And so men are pregnant with vision so they can do right by their family. Yes. And it's sad that this society is against that right now these days. They don't want the man to be a man. They want to remove that. See, but those of us who know, we can't save everybody, but we have to take our time and do what's right and be that community, even if we're not living next to each other, Worldwide, we know that we're there. You're in Canada. I'm in West Africa. Most here are listening from America. But we have a connection. Just stay connected to who you are, what you must do, so those bad habits don't, don't get into you and you, you uh, uh, fiddle your life away. Yes, Lance. It is, you know what? It is so true. And... You mentioned plugging in. Well, one of the surefire ways of plugging in is to spend time in silence. There you go. Another way is when you you are in the shower or in the bath. In that space, your brain actually goes into receiving mode. So you Mm. download things from there. And so if you have a question that you don't know the answer to, when when you get into the shower after a couple minutes, some of us really like long showers. Lord Jesus. <laughs> I better move somewhere close to a waterfall. Looks like I'm bathing in a waterfall. Um, when you are in that place, yeah. you can ask yourself that question and the answer will come. If you are in that place and you say, oh, you know what? I really need an idea. What's the best course of action for this? And by the time you get out of the shower, you have your answer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It is by law. You can't escape it. So, but that's why when you when you're gonna you have to know, like it's the same with driving. If you're driving the same road every time, you are in the shower again. That that same <laughs> brain wave, that's where you are. And right. so if you're gonna be in that, use it. You what's the best course of action? Because you're doing the same thing the same way every time. Now you're open to receive the guidance. Right. That's right. So, one of the best ways of plugging in is to do that. When you get into the shower, you have a question, ask. You're driving the same route every time, ask. Before you get out of bed, spend, set your alarm for five minutes extra. And just open <laughs> in that time, right? And just allow yourself to be still. There's a reason. In that stillness, you get a sense of who you are. Like uh, India Ari has that song, Brown Skin, right? You can't, I can't tell where you begin and where I end. That, that's the song. But when you spend time in silence, you begin to discover where you begin and you end and where something else, the greater part of yourself begins. So now you merge with it. Oh, I say that because it might sound like it's an entity, sure. But what I'm saying to you is it's like 
becoming aware that you are part of the ocean. Right. You understand? And so now that you recognize that you're part of the ocean, you begin to move with the ocean is what you do. You come that's into right. alignment with flow in there, yes? And so that's one of the ways to plug in and to connect. And so it, when you do that, when you know yourself, you know God, explore that. And it, it's just explore it. And you will begin to understand it. Don't You don't rush as daddy says, don't rush to brush you, waste paint. Right. right? So take your time and really, you're so beautiful, you know? And you, you have such beautiful things to offer the world. You have such joy. You have such laughter and peace to offer the world. And like I told you before, it may look like your light is not there. But the minute you recall that it can never be extinguished, you throw that that shroud off of you and you're like right. and then everybody goes oh my God, right that's, <laughs> that's, that's what happens so just be encouraged to know that and as long as you are in the direction of polarity where you say you want to go in, so in other words where you are moving from where you're moving to if you keep your right. eyes where you're moving to you will be presented with the opportunities and the quote unquote synchronicities and coincidences. But it also works in the other direction. If you are complaining about where you are, you must see the reasons to complain. You must see the obstacles in your way. See? Right? It is law. So point yourself in the direction you want to go and stay there because you're not going to stay there because creation is always moving from to from right. to that right. is creation it moves it is the law of vibration everything moves nothing stands still so you're always moving from where you are to where you want to be cause and effect do you, do you hear what i'm saying this it is law mm -hmm. so just uh, practice plugging and spending five minutes just five that's right just five minutes if you hear the rain and you smell the rain, spend five minutes just inhaling the smell of the rain. Something will open up within you, right? Just Always. That's the way the law works. You see? So Lance, I, I'm done. I, I, I don't want to, because it's been, it's almost two and a half hours and I, I, I want to be respectful of your time because you haven't slept yet. We <laughs> pulled an all nighter too. And I, made I have a lot to think about in my downtime of slumber absorbing the words that you shared yeah. so i'll be snacking on the tidbits that you've given me <laughs> even while i'm fast asleep and i wake up even better that's the way i see it because when truth is being spoken you know there's enough foolishness out in the world and things to clog your mind up with uh -huh. if something like this this has a diuretic effect on the junk that we've taken in the day the toxicity you know, it has a laxative effect on the solid junk that we've ingested. So, you know, you can't get away from that, but you can control cleaning yourself out. Um, I just wanted to know if Virgil was still here. He asked me a question and, oh. and he, he, he wanted to see what I look like, but I will always put this, these two same photos out there. I'll flash them real quick. He said, what did your physique look like, right? I said, okay, I'll show this one. These are old photos from back in the day. Look at that Afro Lance. 
Yeah, there you go. Look at the sideburns looking like the whole state of Florida. <laughs> <laughs> That's the crazy part, right? Mutton so, yeah. <laughs> Again, that was September 25th, 1982. Wow. And here's two weeks later, October 10th, 1982, right? Same old photo everybody sees. Wow, Lance, this is you. Wow. But wait, you saw it already. <laughs> okay, yeah. So when it comes to sacrifice and hard work, and as a mere teenager, when I started training when I was 13 years old, and I got to a point where I didn't know whether I was going to do the boxing full time, but I did this. Yeah. I know about that discipline. Oh my, you know, where I may not have had discipline in other areas of my life because of this build, okay? Yeah. I had the discipline to refuse those activities to stick on course with that, knowing that those things would still be there. Yes. So I try to turn it around in the context of, of the competition. So, you know. That's what it is. Beautiful, Lance. That is beautiful. Like it, and that's the part that people. It brings to mind David Goggins as well. When mm -hmm. we when we are looking to see how we discipline the mind, the fastest way to see how we discipline the mind is by watching the body. Right. That's like, right. That's why the exercise is so right. it, it right. plays such a big role in watching what you've done to shape your mind because that's all you've done. It right. Was getting the mind right and the body followed. When you have those victories of, of executing a discipline yes. and actually winning, you can transfer that because I won a national title that day. People wow. got the country, so naturally, right? Yeah. But you can take that high and that feel from that and take it and transfer it to something else. But what I've learned is that, and I know we'll go now, but what I've learned is that you don't focus on what you just achieved and keep beating that. Hey, I did this, I did this, because time is moving on. When you when you celebrate your victory, leave it brief, but have something else hanging in front of you, even before you achieve the victory. Not so much, but you're right there. You're doing it. You know you won. You know you did what you did. Even if you didn't win, you won because you went through the process, which brings you closer to winning. Yes. You know how many competitions I won in years before it didn't even look like that, and you look funny on stage and didn't get nothing. People beat my behind. Wow. It takes a lot to get up on in some little whatever and be judged by your body at the time in your life when as an adolescent teenage and going into the high teens, there's a lot of insecurities. Yes. So even though I don't look like that anymore, somebody said, I'm going to give you a million bucks to run down the street this way. Hey, so I count money because I have no insecurities that way because I'll be transparent with them, hold them up for the world to see. This is what kind of bothers me right now, but this is what I'm going to do to knock this thing out of my way. Yeah. You see what I mean? Yes. So it's those principles that I live by because I know anything I put my mind to, I can achieve yes. anything if I want to do it. Did I say I want to be a brain surgeon? No, I don't want to be no brain surgeon. <laughs> if I want to do something right now at this age, I can do it. If I said, I'm going to go to Harvard and get a degree over there, Better against me. If I have a finances rate to go there and everything, was, don't doubt me. Yeah, It may take me a little longer. I'm 60 right now, right? But if I really want to do it, bet against me and tell me I won't do it. And I know. Whatever it may be. So this is how you have the cool, quiet confidence that you know if you put your mind towards something and the principles involved and the laws involved, 
that you can achieve any of these things. Would it be wise for me at this age to go and go wait for what? Mm -hmm. I'm chilling. I'm doing what I want to do. You know, I'm being me. And that's the best way you can be because I don't care how great other people are or the world says they are. Nobody can beat you being the best you that you're supposed to be. When you're in your, when you're in your highest manifestation and the space you occupy, my rib cage, my legs, my head, I'm the only one. And we live in a world where we're trying to be cookie cutter and look like everybody else. Look how vast and look how the universe tells you, you, you need to embrace your unique your uniqueness. Look at the snowflakes. All the snowflakes falling down right now, and they're all different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something. And here we are as a higher thing, not just a piece of ice floating down that looks different. All the f- snowflakes that ever fell doesn't look like anything right now. And we're abandoning our uniqueness to go and fit into some system that wants to destroy us being unique. And things and indulgences that want to suck, yes, perfect word, our life force because of our indulgences and we're scared to come out of the rut. No. Mm-hmm. We all are made to be that thing standing inside of the stadium, not just for entertainment, but we all have a story and we don't need to just sit down and accept spectator status yeah. because we have a lesson and a story to give to the world. Even if it's nondescript appearing, it's a miracle. You're here. You're the sperm that went out. So I'll leave it on that note. <laughs> wow, Lance. You're so correct. You know? You're so correct. It is such a beautiful thing to put your mind somewhere of where you put it. And like you said, you won so many things. But that winning was an effect. And that effect of you winning created the cause. And that's why you can't stay. You have to always move from where you are to where your next thing is. Yeah. We're always growing and expanding. Always. Mm-hmm. And so... Revel in that and know, like, listen, you have to have the audacity, okay? (laughs) Audacity is required. Everybody's still here listening. The audacity is required for you to say, well, habits Mm -hmm. make me successful. Habits make me streamlined. So I'm going to choose the habit I want. Because your success is guaranteed. Right. It is. That is law. Don't look back. That's Uh right. That's law. That's not my feelings. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, cyber. You have to be audacious. (laughs) But anywho, um, tonight, Lance, not tonight, Monday night. Tomorrow night. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) I'll send you. um, I'll send you. I got you. I'm not going to do a story, but we're going to do the scripture. Because right. the, the scripture is the story in there where the law is. So you want to come Are we good? Um, we good? Yeah. Lance is called put on the whole armor. Woo. That's I like what that. We're talking about put on the whole armor. That's what we're talking about. The whole armor. The whole armor, baby. Helmet, <laughs> breastplate, shield, sword. Hey. Right. That's right. Um, but yeah, that's what it is. And for the love of God and all things, for everybody who was here and the replay game. I think I was pretty clear. Yeah. In telling you how to apply it. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> pretty sure. You know, 
But if you need more assistance, slide into my DMs. Link you, um, Lance usually has a link for my link tree in the description of the video. So slide into my DMs and I'm gonna walk you through it again. Okay. So we can be successful because there's, we know too much now to continue to voluntarily suffer. That's right. There's too much of that in the world already. Let's not add to it. Let's just project healing outward. Yes? So, anywho, Lance, thank you for a beautiful time yet again. Again, it's a perfect ending to a long two days. I wouldn't (laughs) have (laughs) it. Yes. Yes. No, but this is perfect. I'm I'm good. I'm going to wake up strong. I got another step in ascension to do in the morning time to set forth other things and manifest. I'm looking forward to it. I'm getting stronger and stronger with each day and we're going to manifest so much more. And I'll be here to be of service to you and the world and our community and, and, and just live this wonderful life of servitude, which brings me back so much in my heart. And I love it. And I love you very much righteously. Thank you. Thank you so much. Definitely. <laughs> Take it away, take it away, feeling too good to me. Chilling all day, all in your space is where I wanna be. Here in this room, what did you do? I just can't get enough. Too caught up in your love. I've been trying to forget, but you won't let me. Something in my brain wants you. I've been thinking by myself. Asking for help, but nothing seems to work on you. Yeah, you always make me feel like oh yeah. You never leave my thoughts alone. Yeah, you. You're the reason I'm going out of my mind. I just can't stop thinking about you. When you're away, nights are sleepless Do we need space? Yeah, maybe you're brave Boy, you're my weakness Giving we take the love that we make It's my favorite drug Too caught up in your love I've been trying to forget But you won't let me Something in my brain holds you I've been hanging by myself Help, but nothing seems to work on you. You're the reason I can't get 
Just cause I'm